Welcome to Lasers, Babies, and Beer. This and all previous episodes, and most likely all future episodes, are brought to you by Valhall Brewing in Paulsville, Washington. And Lasers, Babies, and Beer. Nope. No? No. I <laughs> fucked it up because I'm drunk. Maybe we'll keep this. We're going to keep uh, it. Made with love and lasers. Lasers and love. Lasers and love. No. That's what it is. He's right. I'm drunk. <laughs> Because it's... It's a great this, ad. It's wonderful. So the point is <laughs> that you make something with love, dot, 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 and lasers. Pew, pew, Made pew. Made with lasers and love. That's what your thing is called. Made with love and no. lasers. Is you it can, love and lasers? It is because... Look up your Instagram. <laughs> I don't need to look it up because the point <laughs> is that the catchphrase is usually people, when they make something, they say it's made with love. And lasers. And mine is made with love. No, yours is dot, made dot, lasers dot, and love. And lasers. It's, it's a pun. It's a play on words. I think you're backwards. I think that this has gotten way out of control. I'm going to look it up Look it up right now. We're going to put on some While Jeopardy recording, old music. He's get, do, 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 uh, If I spell all of this wrong, it's going to take longer to Not type lovingly. In. Not lovingly. Love. Mm, I have a good reason for that. And but. lasers. See? Love and lasers. Okay, so you're right. Made with love and lasers. So I'm right. Because the pun is that everybody says something is made with love. My things are made with love. And lasers. And lasers. Pew, pew, pew. So, that's the lovely advertisement. We're going to have to edit this. No, it's staying. (laughs) It's staying. (laughs) Fuck it. Why not? Uh, Love and lasers. And Valhalla Brewing. It is also on Facebook and Etsy and all of the social medias. Go... Buy some shit from Love and Lasers and go drink some beer. I will put your baby on a canvas. And go drink some beer at Ball. Good. Take number 3.6. 375,629. Okay, so let's start from the top. News. Beer Local news. news. Sorry. No. <laughs> wrong podcast. <laughs> wrong podcast. <laughs> All right. So we have some news for you. Local events going on uh, on... August the 12th is Farm Funk at Minder Farms. From 1 to 10. 1 to 10. It's kind of in the middle between Bremerton and Silverdale. There they should have be lots meat. of meat. Meat. And Minder meats. There will also be beer. Lots of beer. And music. And lots of music. That event takes place from 1 p.m. to 10 p.m. By the way, we're recording this after the tasting from Slaughter County. So... Woo! Woo! Um, speaking of... Speaking of Slaughter County, their anniversary party is going to be the same day. Their fifth anniversary on August 12th. From 5 p.m. to 11.30, so you could go to the Minder Farm, have the meats and the beer. Just get an Uber. And then go to put on your pirate costume. And go to the brewery. And go to Slaughter County's 5th anniversary party. Definitely. There will be cannons. Yes. Lots of, well, aren't they going to shoot cannons? That's what he said. Beautiful. I'm going to have to go. Shoot cannons over the bay. I might uh, have to go. Also, on that day, and I don't know how you would fit all three, 
you'd have to, Magic. yeah, I don't know. Uh, Slippery Pig, Dave, who's the brewer at Slippery yep. Pig, it's his birthday. He oh. wants to have a big birthday party. Oh. So, is that the guy that always wears the kilt? Yes. Yeah. Bring your, bring your favorite kilt. I like a man in a kilt. Uh, With or without underwear? I mean, they're not supposed to wear underwear. <laughs> from a historical standpoint. Very true. To my it's, knowledge. It's freeing. It's airflow. For sure. I mean, I wear skirts all the time. I don't know how men feel about that. Well, but females usually wear undergarments with the skirt. Some do, some don't. It's a choice. It is a choice. It's a personal choice. Also, speaking of anniversary parties, Val Hall is having their anniversary party on September the 9th. September 9th. Be there or be square. There will be a band. do you dress like a Viking? Feel free to dress like a Viking. Hmm. You can wear horns and and a fur kilt. Should I wear my barbarian scale mail? I'm sure many of the men at the party would, would be appreciate more than that. happy to see that, <laughs> yes. For sure. All right, some notable tap releases. We'll take a quick interlude here for tap releases because, John, what in the world is a frickin' hammer? It's a f- very strong beer. It's actually a style. Frickin' hammer is, is a style of beer. I believe it's some kind of style. What's we could call over Scott. He would know way more than me. Mm, I think we should let him run his brewery for now. All right. Anyways, it's 12.6%. It's super tasty, super strong. dark? Medium. 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 Have you tasted this beer? Yes. Use your tasting words even if you use them wrong. I haven't had it in a year because it's... Is it barrel aged? I don't know if it's a new batch or a barrel aged batch. So basically there's this beer called Hammer, and John knows nothing about it except that it's 12.6%. Yep. All right, that's fine. Uh, also, I heard a rumor, maybe from the brewer at Jabloken, that they did a batch of a cast-over dry-hopped with lavender this week. Beautiful. And that might be going to Ashley's Pub. Well, good thing you frequent both. I do frequent <laughs> both, and if you're interested in having that, I would check out Ashley's Pub. There you go. Which is amazing anyway, and I basically live there. Yes, it's board games and beer. You can't go wrong. Other interesting things I saw, it looks like Vashon Brewing is doing a wild blackberry saison. They're brewing it right now. Yeah. What? What does that mean? Like we discussed with Slaughter, with Scott at Slaughter What, County. you don't like fruit beers? Fruit beers, and unless I'm eating the blackberry itself, screw fruit. No, you know what, though? Because I made a, a blackberry stout, and I made strawberry blondine in my first year of brewing. And strawberry that was blondine always is fruit. good. That was always fruit that came out of my garden. And there's something really awesome about taking fruit out of your garden and putting it in your beer. In alcoholic beverages? <laughs> yeah, but like brewing with it, it's, I right, think it's right, awesome. Right. Uh, other things we have on here. We should check on the lasers and the babies. Yeah, so you actually have a laser project at the moment. I do. Um, we talked about this with Scott in the interview, so I won't sit on it too heavily. But I've been running canvases with photographs on them. Mm-hmm. Usually people's babies. Most likely. So let's use that as a segue into your baby. Well, and you have a project on the back burner. Which I do. Which became way more complicated than you originally thought. Oh, the stained glass project? Yes. So which isn't actually stained glass. It isn't actually stained glass, but I had the idea of using um, transparent and translucent acrylic and then cutting them into the same shapes that people do with stained glass and then gluing them together and using something to look like veins, and then making basically a stained glass window, except that it's made out of acrylic, so it's not as breakable. Yes. And it will not be as expensive. Nice. 
but I don't know how much work is going to go into that yet. So it's test, testing, testing. Yeah. And I have a dad tip, pro tip. That's mm. what we called it. Good. Some fatherly parenting advice yes. here from the baby side of the house. Dad pro tip. Don't shake your baby. Did you shake your baby? No, I did not shake my baby. But it is commonly told to new parents, don't shake your baby. Who does that? Bad parents. Bad parents. Yes. Well, you heard it here, folks. Drink beer. Don't shake your baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, don't do it. The beer may make you want to do it, but don't do it. At all. I actually had to watch... So when we first got Ruby from the hospital... Is this a thing? Like, do you get frustrated as a new parent to shake the baby? No. You do get very frustrated. And you have to manage your emotional state because you're usually very sleep well you're very sleep deprived all the time because you're up multiple times all night long like last night I was up for an hour from like two to three that sucks but you gotta do it because the baby needs stuff anyways when we got back home from the hospital they were like you have to watch the DVD it's called Purple it, it tells you exactly how to get your baby to go to sleep and you know and manage your baby's sleep habits and blah 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 and, and it's really really good so we're like sweet we need to watch this. did you learn anything from we it we need to watch this dvd called purple we got home we popped it in the entire 15 minute video essentially says don't shake your baby <laughs> that's the whole thing that's, that's it. the trick to parenting just don't shake them. Don't shake your baby. You could get frustrated and want to do it, but don't do it because their brains will rattle around and you'll hurt them. It's very bad. That's so graphic. I'm just saying. There are small brains inside their tiny skulls. They're small all around. Ruby can actually sit up on her own, and when you try to lift her up, she tries to stand. It's awesome. It's She's good. growing up. Yeah. She, she, That's what babies do. One of her teeth popped in. <gasps> She's gotten... Does that mean she cries all the time now because it hurts in yes. her mouth? Yes, hence why I'm up all the time in the middle of the night. Okay, now don't judge me based on this, because I'm just going off of old wives' tales. Okay. At that point, do you or do you not rub whiskey on their gums? You don't tell the other parent. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what you do. The problem Does is... Does the other parent listen to this podcast? No. Good. Not yet. Maybe wait for the next episode? No. Well, the problem... Well, not the problem, but... Both of us wake up because <laughs> she's screaming. So you wake up, you try to figure out what's wrong, whether she needs food or just her, she lost her pacifier or she needs to roll over or whatever, you know. So it's just a hit or miss on what she needs. And a lot of the time... It's troubleshooting. It is troubleshooting. Baby troubleshooting. Baby, baby troubleshooting. No one's an expert at it either. You could have 27 kids. You're never an expert. Is it more intuitive for your wife, do you think? No. That disappoints me. Because I've always been told that women have, like, a more intuitive connection to their babies. And, like, they'll just know. But if they don't just know... No. Shit, son. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. I assume over time you get to know your baby, at least. Yes. We we have a good idea of what what, uh, she needs and what she doesn't need and, you know, what might be the problem. You, You get that over the course of... X amount of months dealing with said baby. What is the X amount of months now? S- seven in a couple weeks. Seven months? Mm-hmm. She'll be eight months August 22nd. So. 
that's my baby stuff. Don't shake your babies. Do you think that this is probably already a hashtag? If not, I'm going to create it. Good. Put it into the Can show we notes. make the hashtag drink beer, don't shake your baby? Sure. I think we'll be the only person on that. That's hashtag. fine. Nobody uses the hashtag lasers, babies, and beer, so. Well, that's ours. That's okay. We're just going to say that we're entrepreneurs. Yes. With podcasts. We're good. We're good at this, I swear. Stick him in the scrubber with a host pipe on him. Stick him in the scrubber with a host pipe on him. Stick him in the scrubber with a host pipe on him. Early in the morning. Way, hey, and up she rises. Way, hey, and up she rises. Way, so this is Ladies and Babies and Beer, round three. Slaughter County. With Slaughter County. Slaughter County. Are you Brewing Co.? Is that what it is? <laughs> brewing Company. Brewing Company. Okay. <laughs> and who is the guest today? <laughs> Everybody say hi to Scott. Hey, Scott. Owner and head brewer? Uh, owner, head head brewer, um, executive vice janitor. Yeah, yeah. kind of <laughs> all that. Uh, my business card says... Uh, East Whisperer Barley Alchemist. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very cool. So we, we, before we started recording, we actually started talking about some of the beer. Um, we said we better turn the mic we on. Should, yeah, we should better turn the <laughs> mic on. So we got four sitting here in front of us. We got Luna Negra. Yep, that's Black our, that's our Belgian white. Yeah. Belgian um, white with blackberry and spices. Yeah. Next, Pilsner. This is the Gorse Light Pilsner. Okay. So. Um, really nice sort of bohemian style pilsner that we make. Um, this lovely amber this, this looking. The Daryl, Daryl IPA. Daryl IPA. And then a nice oatmeal stout mm-hmm. here. Yeah. And that's actually the, it's called the crimp. The, uh, it's named after a friend of ours. Actually, a couple of our beers are named after friends. Yeah, for um, sure. So, yeah, that's the crimp oatmeal stout. It's a nice full yeah. stout. So you said this is kind of like a breakfast beer. Mm-hmm. So that's so. what we should start yeah. with. Okay, we could. For those of you at home, it's like 10 in the morning. It we is. We knocked this out early. <laughs> yeah. We uh, have no qualms about drinking before noon. <laughs> <laughs> at all. I guess you could mix the oatmeal stout with a cup of coffee and then you get yourself a uh, cotmeal. Yeah, we used, I used stout. to do that. I yeah. used to actually drop, we had an espresso machine here. It broke. Oh, but no. I'd take a fresh shot of espresso and drop it into the... Oatmeal or into into either one of our stouts, and really nice because the yeah. the fresh espresso is so aromatic when yeah. you when you put it directly in, um, rather than having it brewed with coffee. So yeah, and you've been doing <laughs> lots of interesting things with your stouts lately. Yep, yep. We uh, uh, accidentally mixed some root beer into a stout and uh, <laughs> decided it wasn't half bad. So yeah, so we had our uh, yo mama's oatmeal or oh, yo mama's root beer stout. <laughs> Was that? That uh, was actually at the festival. The festival? It? Yeah. Uh, that was... Bremerton Beer Fest mm-hmm. happened a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Very cool. And then there was the um, the licorice. The yeah. stout. Yeah. Um, I've actually got a little bit of that if you guys want to taste it still. Uh, that was that was a real weird beer, and uh, the way it turned out was a total surprise. Um, I do like messing with the stout. We've done... I've done sour stouts and other... Um, things like that, and I, I don't, I don't see a lot of people really messing around with stouts as much as I think we do. Um, but it's, I don't know. It's just sometimes I'm looking for a stronger, more pungent flavor, mm-hmm. so I yeah. want that that strong back flavor uh, to help out. Yeah, I had, um, oh shoot, what was it called? Uh, it's Boulder, Boulder Brewing. 
something like that. It was their coffee, like coffee espresso nitro stout. Is that the one we had at Tisley's? Yes. That was very good. Oh my god! Whatever, whatever that is was, it was like drinking a cup of coffee, yeah. but in beer, and, and a they, milkshake, and a milkshake, and they broadly sent it across the country. It was beautiful. <laughs> that was crazy. Boulder shake. Yeah, I think something you're right. like that. Ah, cool. Something. I don't know. Um, so yeah. What do you think of the oatmeal? It's good. I like it. I'm. Uh, you want to talk? You want to break it down? And talk about it a little bit? Sure. Um, I don't know how many, if you want to go through all these beers that way, but <clears throat> yeah. So I don't know. Do you guys do technical tasting? I, I can describe it real quick. I don't know if you've so, ever talked about it yet. On so I like to pretend. So our oh, disclaimer okay. when we do tastings <laughs> is... We will use our adjectives, but probably wrong. We're, we're not experts by any stretch of the imagination, and uh, we just enjoy drinking it. And whatever we taste, we we say what we think, but well, it's most likely wrong. But that's but that's actually the way... That's I believe that's the way you should do beer, that, that yeah. beer's not pretentious. It's not codified, you yeah. know. But, um, you know, but you, you know, it's like... Um, like I'll use I'll use words like diesel fuel and and plastics mm-hmm. and um, manure and things like that when I'm describing beers and it's not necessarily a bad thing it's yeah. just those are the actual flavors that I'm getting and, yeah and even you know even your Do your you palate will change eating um, manure no <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 that's what you expect it to taste I won't, like I won't say were. I haven't tasted it. <laughs> Sometimes just a whiff of it is enough <laughs> yeah. to make you go, that's that, manure, That it's little fine. particle yeah. lands on your tongue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, that's what Okay, I get the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's this beer does not taste like manure, let's just be clear about yeah. that. No, not at all. No, what I'm getting from it um, is actually a mild, like, it, it's it's not a heavy stout. It seems more of a lighter, but with a the good, a yeah, but with a good oatmeal lacking yeah. to Backbone. it. yeah. One of the things we do with this beer, oatmeal is, um, it's, the, the grain itself can be a l- little bit aggressive uh, as a grain flavor-wise, um, so it can have kind of a rough quality to it. I'm, mm-hmm. again, not real precise on the language, but um, it's something I, I, I like. I like oatmeal stouts, but sometimes they can get a little bit too strong. This is, um, forget how much, it's like... Uh, 11 percent 11 to 20 percent oatmeal which is kind of up on the high end of mm-hmm. how much oatmeal you put into a stout so that flavor was really coming through yeah what we did to sort of counter that is is just before we flame out and chill the beer down <laughs> i'm sorry just okay Touch two. it's a party in here yeah. oh that's fine <laughs> that's hilarious all right we're gonna pause real quick yeah let me pause that and i'll finish looking at me like i said something terrible all right so we're back we had to turn the <laughs> automatic music Technical off. difficulties. Um, but, you know, having a background channel music wouldn't be so bad. But uh, You were saying that... Yeah, so I would yeah. uh, talking about the crimp, the oatmeal stout. Um, so uh, what we do to kind of take that grainy edge off of the beer is uh, just that flame out. We add um, uh, some molasses to it. So okay. if you taste the beer, if you smell it, a little bit of the aftertaste, you'll get pick up a little bit, bit of that molasses. Just right. let him walk yeah, in. Yeah, we'll just let him walk in. Go yeah. for it. Sorry. That's <laughs> oh, fine. I like it, though. It sits on the tongue, and it just stays nice and warm for a minute. It's mm-hmm. got a nice aftertaste yeah, it's to got, it, too. And it's, uh, so it finishes with uh, the, sort of that real espresso uh, quality. Oh, it's what a gentleman. <laughs> so, a, um, 
you know, you get a lot of cocoa notes in it and, yeah. and coffee and stuff. Yeah. That's the problem with leaving the chocolate-covered coffee beans on top of the hot coffee. <laughs> yeah. So we had uh, another brewer come in, Aaron. He's wandering around in the back. He may, he may or may not join us, but... He's a smart man. He came in with two cups of coffee, one for him and one for the boss. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, well... Let's do the next. Yeah, okay. Let's do the next. Sure. Um, why don't we do the, the gorse, the pilsner? Okay. So gorse is our, our, our light pilsner. Um, bohemian, st- bohemian style, which means it's it's hopped with sort of your Czechoslovakian style hops rather than uh, being like a Budweiser, which is more of a German style hopping. Yeah. You know? Well, that and has a good so flavor a, on the back end. Yeah, it's got a nice nice grassy quality to it, nice finish on it. Yeah. I'm and this is a light version of the Pilsner? Mm-hmm. You also do a normal version, right? Yeah, we do. Uh, uh, so normally this beer comes out when we call it Gorse Premium, and that's a 5.8% beer. Um, the story behind this was we, I had started doing a light beer, and then this was probably our second year into business, and we had a fundraiser that was uh, a, a punk show. It was like a three-day punk show. There was like 15 bands, and it was a fundraiser. Um, and midway through booking the show, about a week, uh, nah, two weeks in advance of the show probably, uh, one of the guys who was helping put the bands together came up and he said, you know... Um, these guys really, really, really would don't like craft beer. They don't like paying for craft beer. <laughs> they, they're uh... yeah, okay. Aaron's in the back, slamming keg around. <laughs> it's <all> good. <laughs> cool. Well, working brewery. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway, he said he said you know these guys really um, are kind of demanding that uh, you you bring in Pabst because they like Pabst, and so they just like buy some some racks of Pabst. And, uh, and and sell it to them for like three bucks a can and they'll be happy. And I, I said, fuck no, uh, I'm a brewery, I'm not bringing Pabst in here. Yeah. Uh, so I said, look, I'll make you a shitty beer. <laughs> I said, we'll serve it in 12 ounce plastic cups there and, you I'll, go. and I'll charge you three twenty five a piece. And they were, and that was, that's, we took that Gorse premium, that 5.8% beer, added more water to it, yep. became a 4% beer, uh, turned out a lot better than I thought it was. Yeah. It was going to be, and so it's uh, when we're doing the Pilsner, we tend to do the light now more often than we do the premium. Yeah, the premium really is uh, is a beautiful, rich Pilsner, but it's when somebody comes in looking for a lighter quality beer. Yeah, you know they're looking for a Coors Light or yeah. a Budweiser, and this beer fits that palate a lot better, and it sort of creates that that little grassy finish, gives them that gateway into like, oh, there's more flavor opportunities here, and so it. We we were able to start converting some of these guys what? The, into into seeing that there's the craft beers, craft beers, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the dark and, side of craft brew, yeah. yeah. And I think we were the first brewery uh, in the state doing a craft light beer, light <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty cool. What's funny about pilsners is like, you know, when you're 15, 16, you sneak a taste of your dad's beer or something. No matter what kind of beer it is, it tastes like a pilsner. Yeah, it's just it's a beer that beer taste yeah. is just what it tastes like, and I've grown to actually really enjoy pilsners over the last few years. Just especially when it's what going to be a hundred degrees today, yeah. right. something ridiculous like that. And uh, yeah, when I'm looking for, I was not a big pilsner drinker, but now that we're brewing this, I drink a lot of it, yeah. and it's just because it's become sort of that thirst quencher. It's not uh, when I'm. 
don't want to sit down and, and think so much about the beer. I just want something to drink because mm-hmm. I'm thirsty. Yeah. The gorse is a great way to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Look, you take the water and then you add water and barley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> water kills people. You know? it's, people drown in that shit. I tried to drown in beer. You can't. I float. <laughs> and prove it. Yeah. No, this is so. very, very good. I like it. Good for like a... So a couple ways to, um, to taste beer. Um, we're talking about the technical tasting. You kind of, you know, look at it and, and you, you smell it, mm-hmm. things like that, and you describe what you smell and you try to figure out, okay, what's the beer trying to be? What's it, what, you know, what, what does it want to be? But when you're drinking it, try drinking it without putting any air in your mouth and you'll pick up a lot of subtle flavors. A lot of flavors are really muted that way. Uh, and then, so you'll, you'll, a lot of times you'll, you'll start to perceive things that normally you don't, you don't see in the flavor of the beer. And then take a sip and pull air through it like you would wine. You know, bubble it, go, here we go. <laughs> and save that as a sound effect. It's a mouth version of an aerator. Yeah. yeah. But the, the, the flavors really bloom at that point. And, yeah. and pick up on the flavors that you're getting as you exhale after, after taking a sip and things like that. And you can break down a lot of different flavors that way. And you'll, you'll start perceiving things that, that normally you'd miss if you just always quaffing a beer. Yeah. Well, like you said, this is a good drinking beer. Mm-hmm. It's something that you have no problem drinking all day long. Not one after another, but because, yeah. I mean, you said it's what now, four and a half percent? This is four. It's four point. Four. Yeah, pretty much four point zero. Yeah. Four flat. And it's, it's a, so it's a, it's kind of a gulping beer, a quaffable beer, yeah. right? And so I, I do break beers into different categories that way. Like, and that's the tasting process. Like some beers, I just want to take big mouthfuls yeah. of it. Yeah. The stout. No, that's more of a sipper. It's yeah. a yeah. it's a bit more of an aggressive beer, so you drink it a little bit slower. It's smaller mouthfuls. And yeah. So it's kind of it's that's an interesting. That's something I like. Uh, somebody told me that they broke that they classified beers that way, that's and I was idea. like, that's a really neat idea. Where you, yeah, you have a, yeah. a something that you just want to chug down because you're thirsty and you're hot, yeah. and yeah. then you have, you know, like I'm guessing next is going to be the IPA where yeah, we do the there's IPA. a little bit more flavor, yeah. and you're like. If I drink this too quickly, I may regret it. Yeah, <laughs> and our IPAs, our IPAs are actually pretty big um, gulper, quaffable beers. They're pretty approachable and not super aggressive. So this um, one's Daryl, but you guys yeah, have you Dar- also have one eye, and I feel like maybe one other. Yeah, we've got uh, the Daryl um, is is this one. This is our Northwest style IPA. Um, it's dry hopped and etc. We've got the the old One Eye, which is our flagship, uh, and that's actually not on tap right now. Uh, but that the is the flagship is not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, um, that's our that's an English style IPA. Okay. We use a lot of imported malts. The Pilsner is is all imported malt. We don't use any corn or any adjuncts in that. Yeah. The uh, uh, the the Daryl is uses a combination of Pilsner malts and English malts, and then the. Um, <laughs> He's always got a cow look like that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so the Daryl, the Daryl's just uh, uh, well. Okay, we're talking about the IPA. So the the English style IPA, uh, IPA is very uh, low on the hops. To be honest, it's kind of barely acceptable as an IPA. Really, but it's a traditional English style, uh, open fermented English yeast, English malts, and, and English hop profile. I thought as long as there was hops in it, it technically counts as. An IPA. Or no, I guess it'd have to have... No, because most beers have all hops. Beers, all beers have hops. If it, have yeah, hops. by definition, if it doesn't have hops, it's a gruit. And gruits rot 
grew its rot. Yeah, yeah, they don't they don't they don't last very long because the the hops act as a preservative. Well, that's kind of why they started adding hops in. I think it, it was is. what World War One or World War Two. I think the, it's further back than that. I think it's for it's further back. They've been using a lot of herbs and different we things. We could go to check the walls that. in the bathroom at Dog Days because they drew it <laughs> yeah, on the exactly. walls. A little army man put more hops in it, and they're trying to send it to what <laughs> India? It was, it was yeah. Africa or something, wasn't it? Oh, that was India. That's, was it, India? that's the story behind yeah. that's uh, why it's an IPA. IPA, yeah, India Pale Ale, which is. True, sort of not true. It's it was a bit of a, it's a good story. It was a, it was a bit of a marketing thing that, yeah. that a guy came up with in England and uh, made for a really good beer. Um, but I, I do, uh, you know, I've heard and I uh, that they that IPAs that IPAs did last longer. They 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 withstood the trip better. Yeah. And basically, the IPA was the drink the officers would get, and they would add water to it. And turn it into something like their oh, yeah, light yeah. for the troops. <laughs> so yeah. essentially, just like they do with rum, they did. Uh, the officer would get um, straight rum, and uh, everybody else would get grog, which is watered down rum. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Huh. We're we're a pirate bar, so I have to know things like that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, that's, that's the point. I mean, when your logo is a skull and crossbones, you know, <laughs> you got uh, you got to focus on. On the brand. Let your black flag fly. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so the, you don't have a pirate ship sitting out in the bay. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have had, haven't you had ships out for your party before, for your anniversary? Yeah. We try to, we try to time our anniversary party with when the tall ships are in town. Mm-hmm. And that tends to work out every other year uh, okay. that, they, that they come through here and they stay on the weekend. They were here in the middle of the week in July this year, which oh, is okay. kind of too early for us. And it was also, they were only here from... Wednesday to Friday, so oh. yeah. Um, but yeah, the IPA. Anyway, it's a it, this one. I like the Daryl. It's got a really nice uh, maltiness to mm-hmm. it still. So there's bit, a good bit of sweetness. Yeah. The hops um, in all beer. Uh, part of the reason there's hops in there is it balances that sweetness out. Otherwise, they'd be a bit like soda pop to us. So if you mm. if you get a bit more of a grown up palate, you like that 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 bitterness, that, mm-hmm. that astringency, and things like that. So um, the Daryl, like we said. Uh, uh, dry hopped, so you get you get a bit of hop aroma on it. Um, yeah. When you get a full pint of it that's freshly poured, you get more. Yeah, I, the, don't, uh, I don't think I've ever really had a dry hopped IPA. Yeah, you have. Yeah. Well, trust I mean, me. <laughs> I think I think uh, you guys were discussing Valhall before, mm-hmm. and are we going to talk about the hoppy in the face scale? The hop mm-hmm. you in your hop you in hop the face. you in the face scale that John hates. <laughs> What's that? I don't so we were talking about that. So I was—I'm not much of a hot person. I'm more of a dark. You did buy beer, mother-in-law. Malt. I did. Don't. We'll get to that. Okay. Look. <laughs> so I'm not much of a hot person, and so I had made an imaginary scale in my head on one to five whether the hops were. Oh, I can drink this, or this hop just punched me in the face, and all I can taste is pine trees for days. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so I made up my imaginary hop you in the face scale, and then John wanted to add more nuance into the scale. He's like, it can't be one to five. It's got to be one to ten. And I was like, that's too much for me. That's too much. Well, like, she put, when we did it, we were doing the ball hall one. She put Brubitsch at, like, a three. Or no. I felt it was very mid-range. Two. Mother-in-law was was lower. To but it was a double IPA. Yeah, <laughs> the the thing what happens yeah. though is the like so our third IPA we just um, is our rabbit, uh, which is our imperial IPA. Okay, and that's uh, there's so technically there's 
English, uh, international bittering units, IBUs is mm -hmm. what we use when we talk about how bitter a beer is, and you can measure it. Like, you can take your beer to a lab, and they'll tell you exactly what that is. You can also do it on paper. You can just sort of get, get a pretty good estimation of mm -hmm. what your, your hop level is. So, like, my English style, I think, is about 40 IBUs. This is up around 60, which yeah. is a nice, mild Northwest-style IPA. Yeah. Um, our Rabbit is 113 IBUs. It's off the scale. That's what it is on paper. Dang. Now, it's unlikely that we're actually getting that big of an extraction, but um, it's still a big, super hoppy beer, but it's so sweet. Is that, that why it's called the rabbit? Because it's hoppy? hoppy. Yes. Super oh hoppy. <laughs> That's a good pun. I like that. Yeah. So, so when it gets that hoppy, does it count? You would think it would rip your face off. Well, but does it count? What? So I don't really know the difference between... Uh, single, like a regular IPA, a double, and a triple. Yeah. Not, not a triple, but a triple IPA. Yeah, a triple IPA. And so the, since the rabbit is so hoppy, does that count as a triple IPA? It's yes. imperial, right? It's an imperial IPA. A lot of people are using the words imperial and triple IPA. In, interchangeably. Interchangeably. Okay. Yeah. I know imperial um, means strong. To yeah. me, <laughs> so the way I've defined it, and I don't know if this is really true, but you got your basic IPA and then your double IPA. Well, your double IPA is your is your regular IPA with more hops. Yeah. It tends to be about the same alcohol range and the same malt base, it's right? More hops. But when you get into a triple IPA, your hop level is getting so high that you really got to crank the beer up. So the alcohol level comes up, the sweetness level comes up. It's a much bigger beer yeah. all overall. And that's, they used to be, uh, like when you do that to a normal beer, it always was Imperial Blah, right? Imperial oh, Stout, okay. Imperial IPA. But the, I've just noticed in the last couple of years, people are sort of dropping the, the Imperial and starting to call it a triple instead. Well, that's because it's, it's higher than double, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> people are like, I want the hoppiest beer you have, yeah. you know? Yeah. I think Imperial sounds very regal, but yeah. in our culture, I guess triple sounds better than double. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, you know, an imperial to someone just, exactly, it means yeah. regal, Doesn't not necessarily high octane or or anything. It just could mean it's an English style, you know, without any, any kind of background knowledge of the beer. But, yeah, but, but in beers, in beers, they usually mean they're big. Yeah. Yeah. If you see imperial on the label, it should be a, a pretty heavy-duty beer. Probably over time. everything that comes out of stone now has imperial this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. They're, Everything's imperial. They're they're light pilsners, <laughs> an imperial pilsner. Yeah, yeah. I saw one the other day. It was a imperial mocha IPA, and I was like, who wants that? I'm not sure that I want to even try that. <laughs> imperial mocha IPA? Yeah. I, I actually went out and I bought a stone. It was their, it's, it's their seasonal right now out. Um, it was an imperial, like, triple IPA, I think. And it was ridiculously citrusy like super citrusy is it Ruin 10? I don't I don't know the name I can't remember but Ruin 10 is Ruination but with uh, citrus in it so I don't know maybe maybe sorry Google it folks I keep more track of stone <laughs> beards than he does so <laughs> whenever we don't know an answer we just say Google it yeah yeah. <laughs> Google it folks yeah. alright what do we have left Luna yeah, we can. Uh, yeah, Luna. So, um, so this is so we I, we covered the breakfast. The stout. This is this breakfast. Is breakfast. <laughs> stout the pilsner in the IPA. So this is kind of you know I wanted to go kind of kind of dark, medium, light um, for the like for fun. those. This is this is off the track of normal beer. This is this is an experimental kind of thing. We've been making it for f four years now. 
I was going to say, this is the beer when I moved back to Bremerton, because I came from San Diego, and they have a huge craft beer thing there. And when I moved back, I was really surprised that there were breweries everywhere. And when I started Googling and looking around, there were two things that drew me to my first visit here in Port Orchard. <laughs> One, it's a pirate bar. So I put on a pirate costume, just showed up in the middle of the week, and then went, oh, we don't dress like pirates all the time? All right. Um, and then two was uh, Luna Negra, because I just love blackberries. Mm. I love blackberries off the vine. I have a, a right. tendency to not like any berry flavor. Like blueberry flavor doesn't taste like blueberries, and strawberry yeah. flavor doesn't taste like strawberries. And blackberry yeah. flavor doesn't never tastes like blackberries. You know, <laughs> even the farmed blackberries that you buy in a grocery store. Because I tried when I was living in other parts of the country, they're just not the same as if you were to walk out here and find yeah. a wild blackberry bush and just eat it. And that's my childhood. Yeah. So yeah, I've got like. 15 feet of blackberry bushes in my backyard. I'm just waiting for them to produce. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. You can give some to the baby. I'm going to eat them myself. You're no gonna baby. Withhold that joy? Yes. <coughs> no blackberries for the baby. All right. I'm not a parent, so I'm not going to judge you. <laughs> Which, but by right. the way, I did get a request to bring back the dad tip. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Do so you that. have a tip for us this week? How is uh, baby? Baby's fine. But Sorry, folks. Baby's not with us today. No, she shouldn't go to breweries. It's true. She's We're kid-friendly here, though. We're are you? Just, yeah. Are you pet-friendly? Yeah. Nice. Yes and no. Kid, pets are allowed outside. Service animals are allowed inside. Uh, okay. I prefer not to ask. Well, you guys have covered, when people, though, when people which bring, is nice. Yeah. Well, a lot of places don't have outside yeah. covered seating. Yeah. So, of course, in October, <laughs> you yeah. don't want to sit outside anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, our, our animal rules are kind of along the lines of don't ask don't tell you know yeah. it's uh if if it's empty if the dog's somebody welcome. yeah if somebody comes in and, well and the dog is really just quiet and well behaved um i'm not gonna worry about it yeah you know and um like we're not supposed to do that that's against health department rules and stuff like that so that's one of those but interesting great really, as, as far as i know um you know they could be a service animal and we just don't ask exactly you know that's a good it's a good, like, line it's, to take. Uh, yeah, I probably shouldn't say this out loud on the podcast. But. <laughs> That's okay. I don't think any health officials yeah. are scanning the podcast market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looking for Slaughter County Brew. <laughs> Shoot, I keep messing it up. Slaughter it's a tongue County, twister for you. Slaughter <laughs> County Brewing. Company. Company. Yeah. Oh. Slaughter County Brewing Company. Brewing so, company. Okay, okay, the name. Well, okay. let's, since you're stumbling over the name so hard. Slaughter County is actually Kitsap's original name back in the 1850s. They should have kept it. I, it yes, of course. <laughs> so, yeah. And so that's why you see uh, we're Slaughter County Brewing. There's the Slaughter County Roller Vixens. There's the Slaughter County Car Club. It's actually the name of the of the region. It's not. Um, a lot of people thought we came in. They're like, oh, it's a heavy metal club. Or, you know, we're going to be some radical thing. And it's like, Slaughter. no. It's just the it's, it's the just the name of the com- of the of the county. I have a question for you. Sort of the lost his- history of Kitsap County in a That's way, because cool. a lot a lot of people just don't even know it. One of the things that you guys kind of use as a picture, like on your merchandise yeah. or in your branding, oh, yeah. is uh, yeah. there's like two people and they've got a little beer. Yeah. And uh, I'm I've always been curious: is that a man and a woman, or is that two guys? Uh, yeah. or... <laughs> well, uh, so yeah, there's uh, they there's the guy is. Uh, William Alloway Slaughter. He's the the Army oh, Lieutenant. So these are the slaughters. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
the more manly looking one is his wife, Mary. <laughs> who, who uh, I don't think she actually lived up here. I think she, uh, like they, there was something like they moved up. Uh, he was in, in California then stationed up in Seattle. She stayed down there. He, I don't know. I'm not going to get into that. But uh, the, uh, he was a really popular guy during when Seattle was being settled, basically. He was, he, he was the lieutenant in charge of the area, right? And so dealing with Indians and things like that. And he was actually killed um, in, by, some, by some Indians when he was, uh, they were, basically it sounds like he, it was a lucky shot. Like somebody just shot at a tent and, and happened to hit him. And they were just, they were, it was basically, they were on patrol out after a band, a small band of Indians that were causing trouble at the time. So it's not, everybody's like, oh, well, they must have had a lot of cows out here in Slaughter, and it's been a big Indian battle or some sort of thing. It's like, no, nah, it's just named after a guy that was popular, you know, he was, he was, yeah. uh, he was, everybody liked him, he was a cool guy. Hmm. So, um, yeah, when they, when they broke, they, when they broke the territory up from one giant King County territory, uh, they, they added Jefferson and Pierce and uh, Kitsap, uh, but it was Jefferson, Pierce, and Slaughter, and everybody who lived here didn't want to live in a place called slaughter so bad for tourism yeah they they be good for tourism they they established their county seat they they held their first elections and they named the county so it was slaughter county for about three months <laughs> wonder where they came came up with the name kitsap. kitsap's got to be native it's yeah it's uh yeah. chief kitsap was a uh, um i oh man now i'm gonna get in trouble i'm not even gonna try to guess what let's just back away from it let's go back to the luna yeah but he was he's an indian <laughs> chief he's another popular guy okay. basically yeah they uh yeah, that's what they were. So yeah, the Luna. Um, Luna is five this minutes. Is beautiful yeah. nose. Yeah, yeah, uh, Belgian white. Um, a lot and, of beautiful smells yeah. when you. Mm-hmm. It smells lovely. So the most common Belgian white is Blue Moon. Uh, Blue Moon is not a good example of a Belgian white. Um, I think Avery, they just use that as marketing. Yeah, Avery does White Rascal, which is becoming more popular in the area now. I'm seeing it in more bars. Uh, that's a better example of a of a straight up Belgian white. They they've they're made with uh, a good deal of, of wheat. Mm-hmm. They're fermented to stay a bit cloudy. They uh, uh, use orange and coriander as spices, and then they, they can develop a bit of a lemony quality, so they can get a little bit little bit of tartness to them. They're really want, like beautiful beers. Yeah. So this is a variation on that. We I wanted to do something that was more northwest oriented. So rather than orange, we threw in blackberry. Rather than just coriander. I also added some black pepper and some star anise, sort of your black licorice mm-hmm. flavor. So we're just sort of hitting on, on black, 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 black pepper, black mm-hmm. uh, berries and black um, black licorice flavors. Yeah. And so Luna Negra means black moon. So instead of blue moon, we call it black moon. <laughs> and that's this beer. And we decided done. this was the official beer of the Eclipse. Hashtag Aaron's idea. Yeah. You should yeah. have just called it straight up black moon and just yeah. ride blue yeah. moon's coattails. So the August, 20, August, August 21st Eclipse, this is the official beer of the August 21st Eclipse. We're only, we're only getting, what, 98% coverage up here? Is that something Oh, close? yeah. Yeah. You have yeah. to get, in order to get to full Oregon. coverage, yeah. it's in Oregon, yeah. It's yeah. on Monday. I thought about taking the day off from work to go down there. My sister's in Portland this weekend. Well, that's this weekend. That's not. The I don't 21st. know if they keep burning. If they keep burning Canada, there might there, there might be <laughs> too much smoke in the air. Yeah. The air has been so hazy. Yeah. yeah so anyway, this like you said, the the nose on this is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. This is a it's a it's a great beer. And uh, before we started rolling, we were talking about fruit beers. Mm-hmm. So this is a, our version of a fruit beer, and and I I do not like 
fruity sweet beers that that are and they're 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 brewed for intentionally and cynically marketed just towards women yeah and i don't like that uh this is a fruit beer fruits uh fruit's been used in brewing for a long long time it uses savory spices along with the sweetness of the fruit to bring this beer back into balance so that it's got a nice just sort of overall grown-up flavor flavor right yeah. it's not it's not it's not a chick beer or anything like that yeah not intended to be well and it's, it's not sweet by any like i don't mm-hmm. think that's sweet at all no it doesn't come across as sweet and it finishes very kind of herbal when yeah. it's just sitting there and you're done with it it's yeah. very herbal it's a nice dry finish, uh, snappy sort of finish. It's 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 a this is a really nice beer on a hot day. This is our summer seasonal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's popular enough that we're brewing it uh, outside of just the summer months at this point. Nice. Um, take this beer. This is a fun one. Take it, put it in your mouth, and and sort of really swish it around so that it, it starts to foam a lot, and the blackberries just explode. That's when you really get the fruit flavor, at least to me. Yeah. Oh, that's a clever trick. Mm-hmm. She's gonna start doing that with. That's every what I'm beer. gonna do with it from now on. <laughs> yeah. If that's yeah, and, and so yeah, it's a. So anyway, that that's kind of I wanted to throw in a beer that was kind of one of our different ones because we do, in the fall we do a pumpkin, uh, pumpkin porter that uh, I've been that that recipe was ten years in development and I think it's I think it's a beautiful beer now. I'm there. I'm, you go. You were just telling me I yesterday. Was. I just said to him yesterday that somebody <laughs> needs to make me a delicious pumpkin beer locally. Because I love, I love Elysian. Kind of sold out. I don't really know how to feel about that. <laughs> but they're kind of like the king of pumpkin beers. People in San Diego tried yeah. to do pumpkin beers every fall, and I love them Failed. down there. But they, I don't think they know the meaning of autumn. No, yeah. it's sunny all the time. They don't <laughs> yeah. know cold and rain and yeah. clouds. So I grew up in the Midwest, so yeah. th- and this recipe was developed in, back in, in the Midwest originally. And yeah, we take I so my pumpkin beer comes out late in the season. It's August already. Trust me, there's somebody already starting to, to release oh, a yeah. pumpkin beer Stupid. to try to get a jump on the market. And they, 90% of the pumpkin beers out there are shit. They're, they Pumpkins taste, aren't even in season yet. They taste yeah. like, yeah, they taste like squash <laughs> or they taste like potpourri. I'm, I'm a bit or of a... Or it's just spices. Then you don't even get yeah, pumpkin. That's what I mean, potpourri. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's like yeah, it's like drinking, ugh. Um, <laughs> so ours, uh, what we do is we, I, I actually wait until the sugar pie pumpkins, the, the good pie pumpkins, uh, until I can get the very first ones, and we just, I drive out, we fill up the car, and, and bring it back, and we chop up the pumpkins, we uh, we dredge them in, in our own spices, then we throw them in the oven overnight. I gotta, I end up staying here overnight, because we sort of low and slow, r- r- like take the moisture out of the pumpkins, dry them out a little bit, nice. caramelize them a little bit. It makes a huge difference, because if you don't take that moisture out, you end up with a, with all that moisture in your beer, and that's when the pumpkin beers taste like squash to mm. me. And a lot of the a lot of the pumpkin, like most breweries will use, rather than using a whole pumpkin like we do, they'll use a puree. Yeah. And the purees are cut with squash, so they're it's then don't, they call it a pumpkin squash puree. Yeah, don't and call there's it a pumpkin puree. Yeah, and there's some breweries that are doing that. They're they're actually taking the honest route to that. But yeah. it's just it's a it's a gimmicky thing. Our our pumpkin beer is beautiful. But then, but it's just one of the things that when we put it out, it's really, by the time we get ours on, on market, it's a really hard sell. So you're really probably only going to find it in the brewery because we can't, we can't sell it to any other bars by the time our pumpkin comes out. So you guys are pre- essentially, what, like December? 
Uh, that's October. That's October. November. Yeah, it's it's just about. It's usually the the week of Halloween that that beer comes out, and Which we'll run it right around where. That's when a pumpkin beer should come out. It's when it should out. come out, yeah. Well, yeah. that's when the pumpkins are ripe. Yeah. And so it's literally two weeks after the first pumpkins come off the field. And then we, uh, we'll we run that through Thanksgiving, which makes sense for a mm-hmm. pumpkin, right? Yeah. Uh, everybody else stops at Halloween. It's like, no, this is pumpkin season. This is yeah. when it should be going. So, And then uh, in the, the winter, then, we do an, another beer, which is another absolute weirdo, and it was... It's it's called what's it called? It's called fruit sopa, which is um, Scandinavian. Yeah, Scandinavian uh, word for fruit soup. Um, I had when I moved out to the Pacific Northwest. I went over to a friend's house for Christmas, and they had this Norwegian fruit soup. That's something I'd never had. Cold soup made with orange juice and all these other fruits. It was amazing. It was the most Christmassy thing I ever tried. So I got the recipe, blew it up into a beer. <laughs> And of course. So that you, one I've had, and that one I love. Nice. It is, and it's it's not even really a beer anymore. It's almost a completely different beverage. It's hmm. it's a rusty orange color. It's opaque. It's made with oh, I can't remember. Um, so we can get Aaron; he'll know. Yeah, we got. Um, it's the equivalent of about. A, thir- a third of the liquid <laughs> ends up being basically orange juice. We use concentrate. Okay. If you blew it back up, it's about 30 gallons out of a 100-gallon batch of orange juice. Wow. And I don't know anybody who's ever, or that brews with orange juice. Uh, My research on it said, don't brew with orange juice. There's every reason not to do it. And we did it, and it's it's incredible. It's so good. Good. Yeah. So that's, like, super spicy. It's got, um, that thing's got apples, peaches, uh, the orange juice, ginger, um, it's that's just a, a weird, weird, yeah, weird, weird beer. So anyway, I'm rambling. No, that's, no, <laughs> that's fine. I'm, I'm actually going to have to make a dedicated effort to come out here for the pumpkin beer. Uh, yeah. I've been talking yeah. about it because the pumpkin beer I drink every year is the Pumpkachino from Elysian. Yeah. Just because I like coffee and, I, and there's enough pumpkin flavor in it to, you know, make it drinkable. Yeah. Whereas um, the other pumpkin beer... Uh, have you heard of Uinta Brewing? Yeah. U-I-N... I always said Winta. They actually make, by the way, for my gluten intolerant folks out there, they make one of the best uh, gluten-free beers that I've ever Stone had. Stone makes a gluten-free I've beer. had the delicious IPA. Um, it's, it's it's a stone beer, and it just... <laughs> I love them. It's The problem with gluten-free beers is they just don't feel like they have a body or a backbone to them because you're yes. using anything that you can throw rice or whatever you can throw in there that doesn't have gluten to do something. Um, And so they all just are very watery to me. And Winta, or Uinta, however you say that, they make, uh, what is it, it's a blonde. It's a blonde, but it has body to it, and I don't know how they're doing it. But it's my favorite gluten-free beer, and anytime I go to Silverdale, I go to the Total Wine and More, and I buy a six-pack of that beer. Sure, maybe buy a case. Have you tried... So, have you tried uh, Widmere's Omission? No, beers? I have not. Those are really those good are too. crafted to reduce gluten. Those are, yeah, those but are they're really good for gluten they're effectively gluten free. Are they? Uh, yeah, there there is there is a lobby um, that that's uh, that puts pressure on governments about labeling and things like that. Uh, that beer is is effectively gluten free. Um, what I would imagine they're doing because when I brew at home, I use a product called Clarity Firm. Which, Clarifirm, yeah. Yeah, yep, and yep, it yep. takes the gluten yep. 
knocks it out. So yep. I imagine that's what they're doing with that's that beer, exactly the same thing that I'm doing at home. Yep. And those beers work okay for me when I brew at home. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so the emission series is actually a gluten removed, and there's a few other people using the same same technology, right, that enzyme, basically, to, to, to deglutinize their beer. It doesn't have, you know, the reports are that it doesn't have that big of uh, effect on the flavor of the beer. The, the emission series, uh, it's, a, it's a major brewer, so they aren't the, you know, the most killer craft beers, but they're really good beers uh, as far as gluten-free, because I don't like beer made with birdseed. Sorghum beers taste like ass to me. Um, now, the, the ghost fish guys, they're mm-hmm. all gluten-free. Um, I'm pretty impressed with a few of their beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're Buckwheat Red, which has got to be the hardest beer to brew in the world, um, is really good. It's it. Meteor it's, Shower Blonde was the one that made an impression with me when I went over yeah. to Ghost Fish. Did you try their Belgian White? I don't remember. Honestly, no. whatever they had she on tap, smashed. we just got all of the tape. No, because they're <laughs> not that high of a percentage. They're not high percentage yeah. beers either. Yeah, they're um, and so we just, we lined up all the tasters, and Aaron said all of the beer tasted like water, and I was like, then mm-hmm. you can leave, because this is what I can drink now, so. <laughs> yeah, the, they, and I, I, I kind of agree with that. They, they do they lack do. body, and they, they, the flavors are in the wrong register and everything like that, but their, their Belgian white, I was really impressed with that. I was like, this is pretty close to the right sort of quality of flavors and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, was Belgian white, again, talking about like the Luna. And the blue moon sort of thing. So theirs was more along the lines of a oh, and their watch stander, um, their yeah. watch stander stout, which I think is buckwheat. Um, it's the closest I can get to a stout, mm. and it's it's good as long as I don't drink it next to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, none of Scott's beers here are gluten free, but so Dina's gonna I take have a very, to deal with it. I take a very strong, with it later. <laughs> I take a very strong probiotic, and then I uh-huh. watch my intake for the next week. <laughs> and then a month later, we make another podcast. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. So for the people who don't know, Slaughter County is in Port Orchard. Yes. This is, is this technically Bay Street? Yes, we're on Bay Street. We are on the waterfront. It's a beautiful view. Yes. Can, um, like I said, a full-on water here. view of Bremerton and the ships and everything going in and out. I think that's an aircraft carrier, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. is. We've got all the submarines and the aircraft carrier. They yeah. watch them come and go. It's pretty, it's really cool. Uh, with the, uh, um, so we're the only brewery in South Kitsap. Um, this is our fifth year. We're still the only brewery in South Kitsap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hmm. so we're the only, we're the only craft brewery in South Kitsap ever. Um, there used to be another, there was Silver, Silver, uh, Silver Springs Brewery, used to be right across the creek here from us, uh, but that was in the 1930s. Oh, that's a long time ago. Yeah, long and time ago. so they were, they were you know, like a, a major producer back then. Um, but yeah, we should talk a little bit about the, the tap room, I don't know. Yeah, um, go for it. Yeah, go yeah, for it. It's a great spot. Like, I've, like, when you walk in here, you just think pirates. I've, well, I've never been here before. And, and it's huge. There's pinball, pinball. Yeah, pinball. we love we love Not pinball. Ping pong, pinball. Yeah, that pinball is machines. Pinball. pinball machines. Hey guys, I've had like <laughs> this two, many beers. Two full beers on an empty stomach. Uh, How many fingers do you see? Five. Um, big giant bar. Beautiful. Wood bar that we yeah. built ourselves. Um, long story behind that, but yeah, basically the the, the whole top of it was uh, me and another friend did all of it. 
really proud of it. I, I love that bar. Yeah. You've got um, a private room huge. for parties and meetings <clears throat> yeah. and things like that? Private party room. And the, 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 the space itself is a big open space with a lot of eclectic, just wood furniture. Um, and you do have a small for, kitchen, right? Small kitchen. We do pizzas and uh, a variety of other things, uh, small plates. We do in summertime now, we're doing wraps and uh, baked potatoes, things like that. Nice. So, they have a piano, so if anyone <laughs> yeah. know if knows how work. to play, does that work? Yeah, it's a piano. Yeah. It has to work. It may not be tuned right. I've but never seen it's it. It's even tuned. Yeah. yeah. Usually can, that's the stage area. Dun, 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 I might be able to do lavender's blue. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> You've never had any piano training. Um, uh, I might be able to do fiddler on the roof. That barely. Okay. Barely. I haven't done Fiddler on the Roof in like uh, New podcast years. segment, we'll get John drunk and put him in front of a piano <laughs> and see what happens. <laughs> and you guys run events here, right? Yeah. So the when, well, we, when they built a place, and it's not uncommon for breweries to do this, but it's sort of my own personal ethic too. I used to, so I've had, I've had another, I had a company previously, and then I was actually president of a nonprofit organization, a local uh, rugby union. And rugby. so, yeah, I, I like the, uh, I like the community work and things like that. And so this that was one of the main driving forces behind even opening a brewery was to be kind of a community supporter. So, yeah. Yeah, we do a lot of stuff here. Um, there's groups that meet here a lot. We, uh, you know, we do, um, like, two, okay, so can I just go through our yeah, week maybe? Yeah, Okay, it. so, yeah, um, like on Mondays, uh, every other Monday we do a Paints and Pints night. It's the most popular one. Is that with Rimbert? <coughs> yep, with Rimbert uh, Danielle. Yeah, with Danielle Rimbert. And uh, that all, that pretty regularly sells out. And they do, Danielle does a great job, and it's a really fun night. Uh, packs the place, so on a Monday. Uh, sure, we do why that. not, right? Yeah. For a Monday? Yeah. So that's uh, kind of every other week. Then every Tuesday we have a, a trivia night out here that's really fun. Uh, Is it trivia time? Trivia time, Trivia time yep. live? Yeah. Okay. By the uh, way, anyone listening, Trivia Time Live is a local trivia group where they go to They go up, up and down everywhere. the peninsula, yeah. Everywhere. And into Seattle. They're, they're expanding, they're and they're, wow. yeah. They, their rule set is, is great, and mm-hmm. their hosts are awesome. They yeah. just do a wonderful job. My Cannot problem with complain about them. going to the Trivia Time, they start like 7.30, and now that I have the kid, it's My like, problem with going to Trivia is by the time I get there, it's packed. Like, it is always... Don't miss so the Harry Potter busy. trivia. I, want, yeah. I don't have anybody to <laughs> yeah. do Harry Potter trivia with me, so if there are any other Potterheads out there, I would like to form a team. Uh, just make Aaron go with you. He doesn't know anything about Harry That's Potter. That's okay. Just make him watch Although, the movies. he was born the same year as Harry Potter was. Do you mean in the books or actually <laughs> Daniel, were, Daniel so Radcliffe? So Harry, not Daniel Radcliffe, okay. Harry Potter was born in 1980. So okay. Aaron is the same age as Harry Potter. So he's Harry Potter. He's not Harry Potter. <laughs> Is the Harry Potter trivia, is that going to be at Slippery Pig, or what are they doing? So there was one at Slippery Pig. I think that one already happened, but another one came up, and I don't know where it is off the top of my head, but I did see it float through, and I clicked it on Hmm. Facebook as interested, so there's there's another one somewhere. Arena. um, It's going to be at the arena. So I always did did trivia. You sure that's Trivia Time Live? I'm not sure that it's Trivia Time Live, but it's definitely Harry Potter. Okay. (laughs) I used to do the trivia at the casino. Uh, Suquamish Clearwater and they would actually give away cash yeah that's impressive yeah so if you won you got like 30 bucks a person <laughs> damn depending on your group so if you had <laughs> seven, uh, seven people you got a bunch of money was there a buy-in no to play no it was free <laughs> but you know their whole 
I mean, their bar is as big as your rest of your whole, yeah. you know, thing. And so it was packed all the entire night. And uh, we actually won a couple times. It was cool. They give you, like, a little slot ticket. So you can either go play slots or you can go cash out. And I always just cash just out. Cash oh, out. At which point, all my beers were free. It was a good, it was yeah. a good night, you know? All right. So trivia. And yeah. Oh, yeah. So trivia on Tuesdays. Uh, uh, Wednesdays, we've got a, a growing chess club that's been meeting here. They're on their, this is their fourth month. And they just had a really good group last night. Um, we're recording this on Thursday morning, um, and we the Port Orchard Sustainability Group is meeting here every Wednesday, and uh, that's another growing group. They're they they're involved in a lot of ecological sort of issues and just um, um, sort of community support stuff. They're a really cool group, and also on Wednesdays we do Kids at Fresh, and uh, several of the breweries in uh, in the area. Do this, and yes, what you do is you order f- local farm fresh like items online, and then you go to a, a pickup point, uh, which is like we're one of them. I think we're the southernmost right mm-hmm. now, uh, and pick up your groceries. It's really neat. It's, uh, it's a great products um, and all farm fresh stuff. So again, like we're you know we just do this to try to be kind of a community supporter. Sure. Um, Drink local, shop local. Thursdays, uh, c- cigar barbecue. So any cigar smokers out there? Uh, That's my dad right there. Yeah, yeah. We. Um, <laughs> I didn't know about that, and I don't think he yeah. does either. So. <laughs> yeah. We, well, uh, like, I know where uh, going to be on Thursdays. I know where my dad's going to be. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I started with a bunch of friends and I, and, and we'd, we'd just kind of go outside, and we've got some barbecue grills outside, and these guys would bring their own food, fire up the grill, cook their own food, and basically, it all gets chopped up and passed around family style. Well, that group has grown and grown. And so now every Thursday, it's official that we have our cigar barbecue. And the guys show up about between 6 and 7 and just sit outside on the on the deck outside. Uh, beautiful sunsets mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And uh, yeah. we do that. And that's that's really neat. Um, you know, so. That's, that's cool. A lot of, that's a lot of, your, cool. A lot of your breweries are, are like totally anti-smoking but i do like a cigar now and then yeah. so it's uh, and you have the I outdoor area to yeah. support so it a, so yeah and i don't giant. and i don't think it i i think that you can you know you can have a cigar and enjoy a beer and i don't think it's it hurts technically 25 feet away from the door so you're safe oh technically, <laughs> technically they can what what <laughs> uh so yeah i don't know what else um uh, stopped on Thursdays. Fridays and Saturdays, we yeah we tend to keep open for random events. Yeah. Uh, one of the things we we do is on first Saturday every every month, uh, we've got a queerly beloved, which does a gender variety show, which is in effect a drag show that's really fun. They do that as a fundraiser for uh, uh, queer support groups out at uh, at OC. Oh, okay. And, okay. Yeah, and so it's a it's for a good. Is cause that adult content or is that family friendly? Um, I would say adult. I would probably say, adult content. <laughs> yeah, I'd say eighteen and up. Okay. Yeah, we we kind of uh, push for an eighteen and up crowd for that, and if anybody's younger, we hope they've got some somebody with them. Parental guidance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not it's not anything. PG thirteen. Yeah, perhaps. basically, yeah. So. Um, yeah, okay, so, yeah, it's in terms of, oh, and, okay, so, that's, like, every week, but, uh, the big event we've got coming up, and hopefully, this will air probably just, just prior to this, so, I'm assuming that will be this weekend, <laughs> August 12th, um, 
and that is our anniversary anniversary party. The it's pirate our, party. Yeah, our fifth anniversary. So it will be a pirate party. We've got a cannon crew that will be out on the waterfront right right outside the beer garden, and they'll be shooting cannons off probably all day. They always do. Uh, we've got. Um, We'll have the barbecue going. We'll be doing brewery tours, yeah. beer tastings, uh, a lot of me standing up on stools and making toasts. And um, right now, uh, like I said, we're uh, we're missing our flagship beer. We've got we're actually running low on quite a few of our beers because we're uh, we're trying to reserve them. So we've got a bunch of our kegs on reserve right now. So on the on the twelfth Saturday twelfth, we'll be rolling out like all kinds of different flavors of beer, and we'll I'm. We're probably even going to be featuring some some beers from some uh, uh, other local breweries and things like that. Nice. We'll have, so you'll yeah, have, so like, instead of your, your normal tap list, you'll have, like, almost double yeah, for, your, for your party. Yeah, and nice. we'll be rotating throughout the night, I nice. assume. Yeah. Oh, and, cool. And then uh, starting at, like, 7 or so, we'll, the uh, Smoked Oysters are going to be playing. And they are some of the guys from the old uh, Whistling Oysters. Uh, so Irish party music sort oh, of thing. Oh, Super fun, fun yeah. Should have got pirate band. Yeah, and we'll be. They'll be. Well, they're they're pretty close. Irish they do, music's they pretty do, close. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they do right? shanties. Yeah. They do shanties and stuff. We'll I have, love shanties. Yeah, yeah, there will be pirates here. We'll, be we'll have to put a pirates. shanty in this episode. You should just yeah. dress up. Oh, yeah. and come as a pirate. You know that. Look, you know. Oh, yeah. Is that even a question? <laughs> no, it's not. It's gonna happen. Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. Let's happen. get the baby a tiny pirate outfit, and you should bring the baby. You know, I'll let you design and create the ba- the pirate outfit. Oh, don't test me. I'll do it. I know. I know. Along with your, uh, you should make a big pirate stained glass for their window. Mm, Too big? We'll talk about that later. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't even mentioned lasers once. Lasers, I know. I think that's because we're holding our our news and our lasers and our babies until we're done with the interview. Oh, okay. (laughs) um, I did do some lasering, some very popular lasering this week. a friend had a, their baby had their first birthday, yay, she's the cutest baby on the planet, so I took a picture of her and laser engraved it into a canvas. Sorry, your baby wow. is also very cute. They're both very cute and basically the same age, and all babies kind of meld together in my head. Uh, but if you want, I'll make a canvas of your baby. There you go. Absolutely. There you go. That's so I made, I laser engraved a canvas with a picture of the baby, and her eyes were really big, and we edged it in really she dark, so very, very big eyes. eyes. Yeah. And then uh, other friends were like, hold on, did you burn that into a canvas? Yes, I did, with my laser. And they're like, can you put my baby on a canvas? Yes, I can. <laughs> so it was just so like, like, this like is the thing I'm doing canvas, right now. like painting canvas? Yeah, like a painting canvas. And I throw it in my laser bed, and then we set it on fire. We burn the picture in. Huh, cool. Instead. It doesn't burn all the way through, huh? It doesn't. Well, so there's uh, power, power and speed settings. Yeah. So, gener- so I had a test canvas first. Yeah. To find the perfect balance of power and speed. How many canvases did uh, you burn through? So, none, because I've done this before. But oh, okay. when I first, very first did a canvas, like, what, five years ago, it was a, it was a, a framed canvas instead of a backed canvas. Mm-hmm. And I accidentally set a cut outline on it, and then it cut, at the end, it cut the picture off of the frame. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's ruined. So. Oh, yeah, that's not going to work. Nice. Well, that's cool. But yeah, that's where I'm at. We should do, um, yeah, we like, we do some art shows and stuff down here. You should bring some stuff in. 
You should, we should, yeah, we should display some of your work. I secretly, don't be mad. I secretly <laughs> have a, a blank tap handle that I think came from here. Oh, that yeah. That Aaron brought because we were going <laughs> to laser your logo onto it and oh. then bring it back and be like, look at how cool it is. Yeah. But we haven't done it yet. Ah, cool. Yeah. So, so you just played I, it. So it's not going to be a surprise anymore. Well, but it's you just, cool. You just ruined it's, the it's surprise. It's still going to be beautiful. I remember, I remember Aaron grabbing it. I, but, yeah. It's ah, still going to be, be gorgeous. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, what, what else? Anything else? Anything else I should be Anything talking Anything else about? we covered? Pirates and beer and, and parties. And, and parties and where you are and what you do. And do you have any parting notes? Hmm. Any um, lines? Do you have a tagline, a finish line? <laughs> no. Support independent. Yeah, local craft absolutely. beer. Drink local. Local beer is always the freshest. Um, it is. Independence matters, right? So, sure. you know. <laughs> Gorgeous. Well, thank you for sitting down with yeah, us. Yeah, thank you guys. Awesome. Thanks, Appreciate John. it. So, That's do you it. have any closing notes? Drink beer. Don't shake your baby. Enjoy craft. And if you like board games... Go drink Lavender Castover at Ashley's Pub. Well, Dina happens to be going to Ashley's Pub often. If you so want to come might, and spend time with me, I'll be there. We might have to have a board game episode. Oh, that would be fun. It might have to be Lasers, Babies, Beer, and Board Games. Oh, that would be neat. We can't officially change the name because we'd have to change all the social media. You know what they have there? Cards Against Humanity. We should play Cards Against Humanity. On the podcast? On the podcast because be so, it's so inappropriate. That'd be so boring to listen to. No, I don't think it would. We could Maybe we could get one of those. So Cards Against Humanity is a, what do they call that, open source? Okay, they're making a Disney expansion. Exactly, So, but anybody can make an expansion. There's just templates you can download and sub your words into. Okay. There should be a beer version. Maybe even a Lasers Babies and Beer version, if we Ooh. think we're that cool. Well, we should probably get more than 41 listeners. Look, <laughs> number one, I'm going to take a minute to say, all 41 of you, we love I you. love you. We love you. You're my favorite people yes. on the planet. A lot of you have a last name Ferguson. Uh, <laughs> Which we appreciate. No, we appreciate that. I'll, I'll work on seeing if I have any family somewhere who should <laughs> listen. listen to this. There you go. Um, but no, I appreciate all of you. You're the best. You're my favorite people. And I hope you continue to listen. Yes. Uh, we are always open to feedback. If there's anything you would love to hear on the podcast. 
We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. If you want to come on our podcast, I'm down with Don't that. Don't come on the podcast. Look, that's not what I... Are you sure? <laughs> Just saying. You can visit and, and join us in recording the podcast. John doesn't want you to come on his podcast. No, not at all. Look, this might be spiraling out of control because we we've had some beer. It. We should stop. That just went down a dark path. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, adios, folks. Hold on. Hold on. We have a speech. No, we don't. Yes, we do. We don't have a speech. Yes, we do. From who? The, The closing speech. Did you come up with one? We used it on the last episode. I don't remember. Uh, it was... So you don't remember either? Pause it. No. Pause it. No. <laughs> no, I'm not pausing it. I remember it Because you don't said, know what it is. Do not, uh, beer is not for babies. Do not operate lasers or heavy machinery under the influence of alcohol. And always Drink listen respons- responsibly. Listen responsibly. He's too drunk. I'm going to get some food. You want some food? Food. Food.